25 minutes uh, it is before 8 p.m. You're tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. It's the second part of our business wrap. And this evening we shine a spotlight on women in the plumbing industry. Now it said 126,000 registered plumbers in South Africa, but only 10,000 of these are women. And uh, the big question mark we asked this evening is why is this the case? And how can we bring more women in particular, young women, into this particular industry? Chabli Lenkosi. Uh, the founder of Melita Trading and an inspection auditor uh, in this particular space joins me now on the line. Jablila, good evening to you and welcome. Jablila? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Good evening. Yes, good evening, Metro FM, and thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much, Jablila, for, for, for joining us this evening. You're an inspection auditor for IOPSA, uh, the Institute of Plumbing of South Africa. Maybe tell us briefly about what the Institute does before we get, I guess, to the uh, very vexing matter of less than 10% of all registered plumbers being women. Okay, um, so the Institute of Plumbing South Africa is a regulatory board that uh, that deals with plumbing in the plumbing industry of South Africa, had working hand in hand with the PIRB, which is the Plumbing Industry Registration Board, which acts proactively to promote better plumbing practices by providing a comprehensive registration system for plumbers. We encourage and monitor the performance of plumbers to protect the health and safety of the community and the environment, and obviously to, for the integrity of the water supply and wastewater systems in South Africa. Basically, what we do is quality assurance within the plumbing, within the plumbing industry. Um, we develop the standards in the, uh, that is required in the NQF environment. We, strength, we also strength, strengthen the accountability within the plumbing profession, um, making sure we take pride. There's pride in the plumbing industry, and obviously, the, making sure we do safe policies and practices in the industry. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about fair practices, I mean, one of the bizarre, I guess, things is uh, this fact that I was reading earlier. Less than 10% of registered plumbers in this space are women. Um, mm. Aside from the fact that, you know, this is often seen as a very masculine and manly sector, I mean, what else accounts for this? What, what are some of the barriers to entering this sector for women? Um, remember, the plumbing has always been um, male-dominated, okay? So we as women, we tend to push into that space because... We do have the, the qualities and the requirements needed, but it's a bit of a challenge when uh, <laughs> the stereotype is that uh, men do it better, which is not, which I don't think is true. That's why I'm in the space to prove that women, we are at, at all as well capable of doing what men can do. So the challenges that we face is that obviously I come in and come in to order the visa and I'm, 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 I'm pretty small. So when I go and order it, um, my clients would be like, okay, I, some, are you waiting for someone? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm the actual auditor. And they're like, oh, will you be able to get into the roof? Are you, are you not scared of heights? And I'm like, no. So we constantly have to prove ourselves. And um, I'm also encouraging young women to get into the industry. Very exciting, new challenges every day. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a nice, it's, not, it's quite a nice profession, and it's um, very technically skilled. And yeah, we try to push into the space, and I'm hoping that it will open more doors for us as women. Mm, mm. And and I mean, I want to come back to that question again because I I do think that uh, you know maybe for the benefit of some of our listeners who might not be familiar with the career pathway 
into this mm. sector. How does that work? I mean, where do you start? Where is the training? Where is the sort of trade accreditation? Where, what are all of the steps that get you to a point where you're a registered plumber and you can undertake your operations? Uh, because I guess in many ways that might also explain where some of these barriers are. So with my journey, how I started to be a, a plumber, a qualified plumber, let me <laughs> highlight that. It's very important to that you become a qualified plumber. There's many plumbers in South Africa, but there's actually a quali- you need qualified plumbers. So how I started is that I used to work my apprenticeship for SG construction and plumbing, where I was in the plum. I was in an administrator, but I became interested in the plumbing about how geysers work and all the plumbing. So I decided to go out into the field and see how it works. And then after that, uh, I decided to go to a plumbing school to get my qualifications, which I did at Nomanzi Plumbing School in Pretoria, to do my trade test qualification where you learn um, everything about plumbing from your drainage to your piping to your hot and cold water system to your toilet and underground, okay? After that, you go. I went for a course with the PLIB, which is the Plumbing Industry Registration Board. You write a key exam there where they test your knowledge and your expertise to see that what you've done at the trade school is what you, you, you do have that knowledge which you have to undergo an exam. After that, then obviously in between you have to, I got an apprenticeship, luckily with um, SG Construction. I was doing Mm. it um, technically as well. And um, yeah, and then I got my qualifications from being an assistant plumber right up to a licensed plumber. Sure. Jablile, I want us to pause here for a second uh, because we need to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, I want us to to come back to the issues of mentorship and, of course, also some of the uh, maybe bad experiences that you've had. Eighteen minutes it is before eight PM. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. It's the second part of our business wrap, and uh, this evening we uh, take a look at a woman in the plumbing industry. One hundred twenty-six thousand registered plumbers in South Africa, and less than ten percent of these uh, are women. And uh, we're going to take a look at, uh, I guess, what might account uh, for this uh, sad uh, demographic breakdown in uh, what, in essence, is a very critical job. And Chablila, before we went to the break, I wanted to talk about some of the bad experiences that you've had. Uh, I saw, I think a few days ago, people talking about some of the challenges uh, that uh, female contractors or female developers face uh, in a sector that is largely male-dominated. And I guess those challenges would be similar because the work you guys do is a critical input uh, into the built environment um, in uh, 
both at the start of any development, but also, I guess, from a repair and maintenance perspective as well. What are some of the worst experiences you've faced? I think my worst experience is the patriarchy. Um, right from the, my fellow plumbers in the industry and for and, and, and the clients. You know, um, what helps with the PRIB, at least when you're a licensed pl- plumber, you do carry around your card. So at face value, mm. they don't believe you. They don't believe you. You know, and the minute, like my company, Melita Trading, and so you call them to make an appointment to come and install a gig, and the minute they hear, oh, you're going to do a drainage system, the minute they hear that it's a woman, and they say, Who, who's coming? Can I speak to the guy that is actually going to do that? And I'm like, no, you can speak to me. I'm, I'm actually coming to do the work. And it's like, oh, um, are you mm, sure? Mm. Are you sure you're going to, you know? And we constantly have to prove us. Like, I feel like there's so much red tape. We have to work three times as hard, you know, but that does not in- discourage us. That's why I encourage, like, um, young girls and women to come into our space because it's a very interesting space. I mean, those challenges, you know, when you walk into a client into a client's house or a client's company and you do a good job, you know, we change every day. I change people's perspective on how they view women in this, in this industry. Mm. And that's my goal every day when I wake up is for me to go out there and show people and the world that we are capable of doing what the men are doing in this industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other stat that we saw, and uh, I guess that's why you, you're sort of targeting young women, is that of the women who are in the sector, um, the bulk of them are between the ages of 40 and 50, which is also uh, somewhat of an issue. But uh, just as we wrap up, I guess I'd be interested to hear from you uh, what some of the, uh, I guess, uh, um, pathways into the space might be. How, how do young women that are listening into us this evening uh, pick up plumbing as a, a potential vocation and I think opening doors, like my company, PRIB and um, IOPSA, they're really, really creating a space where they are welcoming young women to come into the plumbing sector. Companies like ours, Melita Trading, we, we're now doing mentorship and apprentice programs. I'm taking in young women, you know, to come and do the practical side of plumbing so that they're not intimidated. You know, I'm actually getting them into the field and we're looking for more support. PRID is, uh, is actually supporting us and IOPSA, but I would encourage other businesses to actually, especially in the plumbing and construction, to look at taking in the young women, in the youth, and women between 30 and 35, 38. You know, don't say just because um, I'm over 35, I'm old. No, I'm over 35, but I'm a qualified plumber, and I do everything even better because women are perfectionists. Please consider that. Taking young women, don't think it's going to be too heavy or too difficult. Those times are gone. We're taking up space in this plumbing industry, and we are here to stay. So I'm asking business owners and anyone that can support initiatives of young women coming into the plumbing space to keep, please help us support these young women and make more opportunities for women plumbing. Mm, mm. And, and, and maybe, I guess, you know, the, the, the last comment uh, would be, uh, what are some of the initiatives that are underway? I mean, what are some of the uh, programs, resources that have been put to bear so, uh, to make so sure PRIB that women who have that interest? They've got a yeah. program called Women in Plumbing South Africa. Okay? So yes. it's an organization that they, we are trying to incorporate young women and we're trying to encourage young women to go into the plumbing industry. We're also pushing for us to get opportunities in the plumbing industry in terms of contracts, in service providers, not to be undermined, mm-hmm. not to be just be onboarded on certain panels and levels. And then we are ignored just because of the, you know, just because of the count. 
the PEE spend or count to say we've got women, but we're not, they're not actually getting jobs, you know. What, mm. what women in plumbing is, is fighting for is us to be recognized in the plumbing space. We also want to, be, even if we are onboarded on certain organizations, we must be given an opportunity to present our work and to actually do the job. Instead of just being, right, put, it, just being yeah. put on a benchmark and saying, okay, we've got mm. women, but nothing is mm. actually coming forward. We want to be involved in everything. Government mm. projects, whether it's private sector, whether it's government, small enterprise developments, whatever it may be, sure. please, please, we encourage, please, we ask that women be more involved. They include more women and make sure that we actually do the job instead of just being on paper. Can we be the practical part of it? Mm. Awesome stuff. And I like that last comment there. It's not just about the representation, but it's also about once women are represented, let's make sure that they have meaningful opportunities to participate um, and to also have markets uh, uh, opened and unlocked uh, so that they can also, uh, I guess, uh, participate as uh, entrepreneurs in this particular space. Chabli Lenkosi, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. Good night. That there was Jabli Lenkosi, founder of Melita Trading and uh, an inspection auditor in the plumbing industry.